We're gonna get docs for this. But yeah. the thing is, Alex, like, you're gonna have to put us behind you, okay? <laughs> you're gonna have to use your white privilege to protect. But us. here's the thing: is like, I do, I, I would do it again. I'd say it again. I don't care. Come in my inbox. I do not care. Like, it just is a better song. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ultimate Musical Theater Brackets Season Four. Opening numbers. My name is Alex Schneidman. everyone welcome back to the ultimate musical theater brackets season four opening numbers we have eight songs remaining where once there were 64 eight go marching by um we have two judges who joined us last year but it's their first time on the pod this year in ali and robert so ali would you like to say hi first Hi, everybody. It's great to be back. Um, this is a tough round. Last time we we had a little bit more flexibility, so I hope I don't make you guys too mad, but I also don't really care. <laughs> Robert? Theater Empathizer, and <laughs> these are some heavyweight matches. Um, I had some trouble and some distress earlier this afternoon in really trying to prepare for it, so I'm excited to see um, how this unfolds. Mm-hmm. And of course, longtime judge, longtime GF Mariah is here as well. Uh, and you want to say hi or, or no? I don't like that longtime GF. <laughs> uh, you are my GF for a long time. Okay. Maybe no longer. <laughs> so on previous on previous uh, episodes this this season, uh, what we've done is gone in order of the closest matchup to the least close matchup. Uh, all four of the matchups are fairly close. Um, so we're just gonna go from the top left to the bottom left to the top right to the bottom right, making a little backwards N across our bracket. Um, and, uh, we'll see where we go, but of course we are going to start with Alexander Hamilton from Hamilton against the prologue of ragtime from ragtime. Who wants to go first? I'll start because, um, I, I think I, I wanted to take like a step back and this is kind of how I'm going to be approaching all of these matchups. Like Alex, you created UMTV and it's really based off of March Madness, which is the basketball tournament happening right now. And it's like, there are the favorites, there are the Cinderella's. And I think the final eight um, songs that we have here, they're all good. I don't think anyone would debate that. Um, and I'm, the way I was kind of approaching because I had a lot of trouble specifically with this matchup of thinking like, how do they match up with each other? Not just like, which one do I like more? And what is nice is that we can like distribute the three votes, but how do they actually match up? Um, you know, Mr. Miranda, um, when it comes to Hamilton was really, he was in his bag, the music bobs. Um, compared to the prologue that ragtime is, I think they're both very similar that like, they're both like kind of like slow birds. They're churning and building towards something. I'm really looking at Hamilton as like, if we're making a sports metaphor that like upstart, like this is what the future is going to look like. And you're kind of rooting for it and ragtime old money, blue blood, you know, like we've been here. This is how it's done. 
And for that reason, because again, I was really neck and neck with it. And also having performed in ragtime, I have that bias. There's just something about the goosebump check that like the way that ragtime's prologue builds, I was like, I'm sorry. Um, It just, it beats Hamilton out for that reason. And the way that the prologue just sets everything up, there's so much happening. It's like a US history DBQ. Um, and it's kind of messy, but it works and it just has so much payoff. And I, I think for that reason, it, it, I think it has to move on for that reason. Anybody have a direct response to anything that was just said? Ali, you, you inhaled as if words were coming. It's, I, I just, I feel very conflicted, um, about this matchup and, you know, I've said it before, I'll say it again and I'll, and then after that, I won't say it again. Um, I'm just still hung up on the fact that Alexander Hamilton was put up against some kind of time from dogfight because I just think that wasn't a fair fight and maybe we'd be seeing something a little bit different, but I digress. Um, that was the first round. That was I know, the I first know, round. I know. But how do you put Alexander Hamilton up against some kind of time? You knew it was gonna lose. You knew. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, um, but no. So I, in listening to like last week's podcast, I, I agree. Like I agree with John that like musically, the prologue from Ragtime is like unmatched like it's just it like Robert said it builds like it's very very musically it's just it's beautiful like it just I, there's no there's no no other way to describe it um but I also agree with Mar- what Mariah said whereas like you know Alexander Hamilton as the opening number like hooks people in as this oh it's an idea this idea that it's like a hip-hop musical but like it's not really a hip-hop musical and so you know it, it hooks the people in that need to be hooked in but like everyone says, like, I think amongst the songs in Hamilton, it is one of the weaker ones. Like, personally, I think that his 2008 version, when he did it at the White House, is better than what got in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, that's different because he was rapping all the parts. But I, the, the, what I, why I'm conflicted is that, and, you know, I feel nervous saying this because all three of you were in Ragtime, and you guys were all beautiful in it, and this is nothing about your performance. <laughs> but I... I do not like ragtime and I just don't like the show. And I think the other thing that's like making me conflicted is that I don't like super long opening numbers. And like, I understand that, you know, you need to introduce the characters. And so like, it takes how long it takes, but like, it is so long. And like, you have to like, you have to really focus in on every single character because there's so many introductions. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing that it's like, they both have like very, they both have very strong things about them, but at the same time, like they both have really big drawbacks for me. And so that's why I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to vote and I'll just listen to what you guys have to say. And maybe that'll um, inform me. Yeah. Right. I, everybody knows that I'm pulling for my little girl ragtime prologue, but I, I will say that in this specific ma- matchup, something that's pulling me towards ragtime is the fact that, like, I think the prologue is one of the best numbers in the show. And, like, something that you remember, like, the ending, the last 30 seconds of that opening number, it's something you remember when you're, like, leaving the theater, regardless of whether or not you like it or not, because it is not everyone's cup of tea. But I don't think anyone leaves Alexander Hamilton, (laughs) the musical, (laughs) being, like, I love that part where they were like, 
son of a whore. <laughs> like, no one, it's not, it's not even, and I've seen Hamilton like three times. Like, it's, it's never like the best moments of the show. And I keep thinking of like, if I want to pick like an ultimate opening number, I want to think of a, a, a song that does a great job as being an opening number, but also one that like, you leave the show being like, that is one of the best marks of the show. Mm-hmm. And I think if we did the same song, maybe with different words or different content somewhere else in the show, it would not be something that we like bring up over and over. Like I, t- I like take a break more than I like. <laughs> and I don't think I'm alone in that. I don't yeah, think it's I'm better. alone in that. It is. Yeah. Like I'm thinking of like, who do I want to see in this like last round? And I just like, it's not the strong. It's not the strongest in the show. I think prologue is one, is this one of the strongest in ragtime. So I think we should, I think we should move to votes pretty soon. Um, I do want to point out something that we've we've talked about in the past is the way in which a song, an opening number, sets up the 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 means by which the story is told, um, and something that has been said kind of about both these songs is that they both in in content and in form do that and i think it was max last week who said that ragtime makes good on its promise that it's going to tell the story that the opening number tells in itself and hamilton has that interesting thing where like the the opening sort of uh refrain of how does a bastard orphan comes back multiple times throughout the entire show i think we can vote I want to do this in a in a in a weird way. Okay. okay. We're gonna go around three times, and you're going to give one Ooh. vote each time we go around. Okay. Yeah. So so you so you you can have in your head what you want to vote for, but you have to hear what the other people are gonna vote for first. Okay. 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 Mariah. Ragtime. Allie. One vote for ragtime. Robert. Ragtime. Mariah. Ragtime. Allie. One vote to Hamilton. And Robert. Ragtime. Okay. Mariah. I'm just going to say, it was the music of something beginning is a much better callback to me than son of a whore. (laughs) (laughs) Ragtime. Allie. It is with a heavy heart that I say my last vote is for ragtime. And Robert. <laughs> wow. Option you, up. You got Go to you got to be flat in here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. They added in them. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, ragtime won the public vote fifty five percent to forty five percent. That's pretty close. In in what appears to be amongst the the highest ever votes we've ever gotten in a single matchup. That's exciting. Um, so Ragtime proceeds. Hamilton, uh, you know, how does the bastard orphan son of a whore? Mm. Um, so ultimately, cumulatively, Ragtime wins 65 to 35 when all the math maths. Next up, we have a matchup between the Circle of Life from The Lion King and Vilkommen from Cabaret. Anyone have anything to say about this matchup? I I'll start again. Um, this was the easiest of the elite eight matches for me, 
And it's truly because of the goosebump and like feel like does it how does it make you feel? Um, I'll start by just talking about Bill Come In. It's a bop. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm excited to watch this show. Um, I think it's I think there's so many wonderful iterations of it as well. And it kind of sets the stage in a fun, unique way that you don't see with a lot of other, like, I feel like a good comparison to it might be like magic to do, um, which <laughs> just like, you know, like, Oh, come on, welcome here. Like whatever. One of those songs like that. That's the one I think of the most when I think of comparison or sisters. Yeah. We're weirdos on stage. Um, and I think it's I think it's a more effective than magic to do. Magic to do is not here anymore for a reason. Um, but then, it's just kind of like this is a setup for Wilkem in to lose to Circle of Life in my eyes. Um, I also have not seen Lion King on Broadway or the national tour. Um, I know Robert. everyone's like, Robert. Like, see that exact reaction every time. But <laughs> I don't have to, to the way that people describe it. And they're like, it, people, like, I was talking to um, fellow Northwestern alum, Rikia and she was like i've seen it three times since i've been in new york and every time i'm bawling by the end of circle like the first five it's minutes a, it's an emotional it's emotional oh i'm getting goosebumps see no it just it just does it no like any whether it be the movie soundtrack it like the new cast the original broadway cast it always does it um and it sets it up in a way that a lot of other musicals don't like hands down i i have to i have to push circle of life through when we get to vote I thought this one would be harder for people. Like, it's not hard for me. I'm, I, it's, a, it's circle of life for everything that Robert said. But, and so that's what I'm saying. I think when, like, looking, just looking at these, comparing them, and then also, like, listening just to the previous podcast, like, similar to Ragtime, and I don't want to offend anybody, but maybe I just don't like period musicals because I also don't like cabaret. Like, other than Dogfight, I don't like period musicals. And I'll stop talking about Dogfight, but maybe I won't. Um, but no, I mean, like, I... I think that Vilkomen, like like Robert said, like it is fun, but in terms of like the strength of an opening number to me, it's not up there with like the other ones that are in this elite eight personally. Um, like I think it is a good song, but I think like if you were to put it up against other ones, like I think t- personally it would still be knocked out. I wish that I um, knew Cabaret better. Um, to speak to this matchup better. I do wish I knew Cabaret better. Um, But I will say, like, again, I'm thinking about, like, ultimate opening number. Um, And it's the scene for me of, of, like, Circle of Life is the best song in The Lion King. (laughs) Um, And I would say, like, for the musical, too. People might uh, disagree with me on that. But, like... The like I've never thought about how from the day we arrive on the bl- planet and blinking step into the sun, there's more literally to it gives you chills anytime you hear seen, it. More to oh, than can ever be done. First of all, rhythmically perfect, but also it gives you chills. Like you don't really hear it as a child, and then you grow up and you hear the words, and it is beautiful, beautiful description. Something we forget, right, is when the Lion King musical came out, and this is why, Robert, you have to see it. No one, everyone had this expectation of what it would be. And this was like a historic opening number because when the doors opened and the elephants came in and the puppets and the giraffes, and also that this song was like, this song is sung by some like unseen voice in the original movie that just opens it. But they give it to 
Rafiki in the in the show, the person who should have it, and it becomes this whole. It becomes so specific in the show, and it's like I can't imagine being one of the first audiences to sit there and see it. Because also, it kind of like what I also like about opening opening numbers is when it like it like it's very foreshadowy, and you don't know it. And like if you've never seen it, you don't know it. I think I know where this one is going to go, but we're still going to do the one, two, three thing. Um, Mariah, your first vote. Vilkoman. Uh, okay. Allie? Circle of Life. Robert? Circle of Life. Mariah? The Circle of Life. Allie? Circle of Life. Robert? Circle of Life. And last time around, Mariah? In the circle. <laughs> Ali, El Circulo de la Vida. Mm-hmm. And Robert. The motherfucking circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you might be surprised to know that uh, this was an incredibly close matchup. Um, it was 51 to 49% in, in the public vote. Wow. Um, we got some big cabaret heads out there, I guess. Um, no yeah. disrespect to cabaret. No disrespect, no to, disrespect cabaret. to cabaret. In fairness to cabaret, cabaret had to fight a lot harder to get to this spot than than the Circle of Life did, and and did very well. But uh, with the eight votes you gave to the Circle of Life, it all when when the uh, the robot does the math, it is sixty four to thirty six in favor of the Circle of Life which will face the Ragtime Prologue next week. See, Have yeah, fun, no, that's going to be hard. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, next up, we've got Tradition from Fiddler on the Roof versus the Prologue from Into the Woods. Oof. This is the hardest one for me. This is hard. See, that's so, so hard. Okay, go ahead, y'all. No, Allie, I, I, do you not find it hard? No, and that's what's so interesting to me. Like, to me, Alexander Hamilton versus Prologue was harder. And honestly, I thought Circle of Life was going to be harder because I thought that more people were going to be going harder for Cabaret than they were. But to me, and here's the thing, I don't know. You know, just another anecdote, I was in Fiddler on the Roof as um, Grandma's Idol. Why I was cast in that production <laughs> as that role, um, I literally have no idea. Um, it is one of my fondest memories, but... Um, yeah, so I had I have a firsthand experience in in, in being in um, Fiddle on the Roof, and I remember like the tradition was like it was a huge number, like we spent so much time on it, um, and it was and it was like I don't know who said it last um, podcast episode too, but like that was the song that Fiddler needed to like kind of power it through, um, and as far as Into the Woods, like I guess here's the thing to me they're very similar. And that's why they're not that hard to me. Like, I don't think we're weighing like two very different but equally strong songs. Like to me, they're very similar. And it's just a matter of which one grabs your attention more. Robert, Mariah? I'll say why it's difficult for me is because, like, quick thing I love about both. I think they're both very artfully done songs that encouraged other shows to structure their opening numbers in similar ways. Um, Obviously one is older than the other. um, But like, I actually kind of like that Into the Woods 
the opening is kind of long. Like, because something I'm recognizing as I've talked about the songs is the opening number feels successful to me if it lands us in the place where the story starts. And I really love that Into the Woods is like, kind of like weird and strange and like creepy. (laughs) I think the witch's part with the plants is like very funny. (laughs) Like there's, there's so much about it that's weird, but I like it and I don't know how to really describe it. Um, But I think it sets us up for this understanding of like how the fairy tales are going to be told that it is like the way we've always heard them, but it's a little different. It, it sets up a lot musically for everyone in the story itself to break the rules that it sets up. Um, but I also love tradition because I think something we like take for granted is all the different, I'll never forget when I was in seventh grade music and my teacher made us learn all the parts of tradition and sing them together. And <laughs> what do you mean learn all the parts? Like you had to learn the papa? Like I, I learned like the sons. Like, <laughs> and we all learned them together. So we just heard them a million times. And but but I think the thing that it sets up, right? Like Max told this story of like this is what the show is about, whatever. But also what it sets up is it is really beautiful to me that the point of the show is that like your job is to hold up your role, which in this opening number is to hold up the melody. And that when they are all sung together, that is when it sounds the best. And that everybody has their little moments when they shine, like musically, but also as a point of the story of like, this is what Tavia upholds and is trying to protect. And what all of them feel this like all the, the daughters feel the pressure of. Mariah, yeah, I, I feel a lot of that for your, like exactly what you just said, like how they're both so musically brilliant and how they set up the the story and the world of the show that we're in I don't have anything negative to say about either one I think with Into the Woods I think what's unique about it besides it being like 11 minutes long um is that it kind of leans on the fact that like we're very familiar with these fairy tales um and like we're like oh it's that person oh it, oh we know what this is and of course they're gonna get us later on um in a ways that we don't expect um but also i think what's so unique is like it's not just setting up the story like we have we know the conflicts or we think we know the conflicts as well and i think a lot of other opening numbers it's like these are the characters or like it's this character in this but like they're like you know who these people are right okay now let's keep going um i listened to the bernadette version and i was cracking up on the message earlier today she really goes for it tradition the thing is, the song bops. It's really good. It makes you want to get up and it makes you want to move. It's for the summertime. It's for the, like, it, it's true. <laughs> it's like, no, it's fun. You don't have to get it. And I also haven't seen Fiddler in a very long time either, but I think it's definitely one of the best songs. If not, arguably, some people would say the best song in the show. And I'm really just torn on who I'm going to give my, I'm going to vote for both of them. I don't know who's going to get my second vote. Um, I'm really going to choose last minute. It's tough. I kind of want to force you guys to vote because I feel like if you talk more, like, I don't know what's going to vote. What's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think the third time around is going to be very interesting here. Okay. Mariah. Prologue of Into the Woods. Allie. Tradition. Robert. Prologue. Mariah. Tradition. 
Allie. Into the woods. Robert. Tradition. For those keeping track at home, uh, it's 3-3. Mariah. Tradition. Wow. Allie. Tradition. Tradition. Robert. I'm all about innovative things, paving your own path, originality. Yeah, I'm going to go for that reason with tradition. Um, all right. So uh, one of these songs beat the other one 58 to 42 in the public vote. Uh, Mariah, which one do you think it was? Why are you asking me? Because I want you to answer. Into the Woods. No. Tradition okay. beat Into the Woods. Wow. Oh, I thought it was Into the like Woods, too. I thought it was going to be surprising. Yeah. I thought it was Tradition, no. but I was like, you're saying it like it's a surprise. No, it was not. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not that. 58 to 42, Tradition beat Prologue in the public vote. You guys gave six of your votes to Tradition and three of them to Prologue. Uh, so with the majority and the majority, uh, Fiddler, Tradition, moves on wins 61 to 39 where will meet one of these next two songs in the heights from in the heights and i hope i get it from a chorus line people are going to be very mad yeah, however yeah, this one goes are, yeah. <laughs> yeah people are going to be upset uh, okay i'll just say for me personally in the heights as an opening number. Okay, because here's the thing. They're both exciting. They're both, they're both like, here you go. You're in it. You can't back out now. You bought the ticket. You better sit down. You can't get up. Like, that's how both of them are. Um, musically, I like In the Heights better than I do I Hope I Get It. Because I think, but I also think that musically, um, I Hope I Get It does a really good job of, like, um, illustrating the emotional state of the dancers. Because it's, like, very frantic, obviously. Um but I don't know, I because that's another thing. I said I don't like long intros, and In the Heights is kind of a long intro, but I don't know. I like it. Like I think I think similarly to tradition, the way that um Usnavi like lets all these characters come in. Cause that's the thing, he's not even introducing them. They're just showing up. They're not asking permission to be in the world. Like they're just showing up, being like, This is my life, this is what we do. We wake up every day, like this is who we are. And it's just, it's super authentic to me. And it makes me, this that's the thing I was going to say too about opening numbers is like, what makes a good opening number to me is me being like, okay, I want to see what the rest of these characters do. Like if I, if it starts and I'm kind of like, okay, like, I guess, you know, I'll see what happens. Like, and I'm not fully invested. Then I'm like, well, I don't know how I felt about that opening number. In the Heights is an opening number where I'm like, I need to know what happens to every single person who just came up in here. And I hope it's all good. I feel very similarly about, um, like the effect of In the Heights. It's one of the few opening numbers where I'm like, yeah, it's just so natural. It's not like there's this person, there's this person. Like they really are just showing up. It feels very organic. It's one of the most musically fun songs to listen yes. to. Just like it also, it works with the goosebump test for me, especially as it like kind of builds too. And like it adds it's just the flair of it. I hope I get it gives me I don't know if it gives me goosebumps, but it, it gives me like, like you said, it's like, oh, you're here. Like it, you, there's no turning back now. I'm holding on to my seat. And like, also for anyone who is a performer, you're like, oh shit, why is this giving me like 
why am I getting anxiety. like anxiety? And like, I think <laughs> it's effective in that way too. And like, cause I kind of, I was kind of like writing it off cause I just love In the Heights so much. But then, cause I'm not the hugest fan of a chorus line. I appreciate it. And I like, I hope I get it. But I was like, oh, but I'm like, no, this song is very, very good. And like, it just, from the one time I've seen it on stage, it was very effective in like being like, oh, like who's going to get it? You know what I mean? The stakes are just very, very high for I hope I get it. But also in the Heights, it's like, you know, you want to see what's going to going to happen here. You know, you love us and you don't even really know us yet. I feel like more conflicted than I thought I would feel. Um, as we've been talking about the songs more and more, like something that has become just very special to me about a good opening number is that idea I talked about before of like the song sounding like the beginning of, of something like sounding like the sun rising, sounding like a door opening, sounding like you're entering a room for the very first time. And like, I think that's part of the exciting, the, the exciting quality of in the Heights also because like, I remember when In the Heights came out and everyone was like, that opening number would happen. Everyone was like, wow, wow, wow. Like, you know, that like really joyous feeling of like, this is something new and like how exciting to, to be like when it finished, you were like, I'm so excited to watch the rest of it. And like, that is something that's very simple and doesn't really have to do with like plot or like these like technical things that we bring up a lot, but it's really important. And like it, I always find myself surprised by how delighted I am to hear that um, and how simple that delight is. But also, like, I love, I hope I get it. I was explaining to Alex, like, every time I watch the beginning of the show, I'm always, I'm always, like, my breath is taken away because I'm like, I can't believe that real people are performing this right now in front of me. Like, it is taxing. It is so hard. And these little glimpses and moments that we see of like them internal are like really beautiful but the thing I'm always taking aback by is the harshness of it I think I want to ask you guys to vote um and see how it goes and uh this is the last matchup you have to do so we'll we'll get through it and you can go watch the Oscars Mariah your first vote I hope I get it. Allie, your first vote. In the Heights. Robert, your first vote. In the Heights. Mariah? In the Heights. Allie? I hope I get it. Robert? In the Heights. Okay, last time through. Mariah? No one's going to bully you. It's going to be fine. (laughs) Do we want to go the other way around? No, she said in the heights. Allie? In the heights. And Robert. In Washington Heights. <laughs> Boom. So, uh, I hope I get it. Won the public vote. 60 to 40. Oh, no. no. You know what? I'm, I'm gasping, but that we does are not gonna surprise get me. No, the thing is, I'm gasping, but I, that does not surprise me. And I don't care. Here's the thing. Whenever Robert and I hear, we shake the table and we spill the pepper and we don't care. We don't clean it up. Listen, if you wanted something else, you should have been on the pod. Thank you. <laughs> um, so it won 60 to 40. Uh, in the Heights needed seven 
of your nine votes to win. And you gave it seven. You gave two to I Hope I Get It. <laughs> oh my god. And you, you, flip, you flip the public vote. And uh, In the Heights defeats I Hope I Get It 52 to 48. Lock your doors tonight. Lock your doors tonight. <laughs> oh God. Um, I'm just like imagining like us style like people in leotards and like like that's ankle what's warmers. happening. But like, they're <laughs> yeah. People are gonna be very upset. Um. Okay. So I know we we gotta go, but uh, let's just let's just say we got the left side of the bracket, the final four. We have the prologue from Ragtime versus the Circle of Life from The Lion King. On the right side, we've got Tradition from The Fiddler on the Roof versus In the Heights from In the Heights. That's a fight. We have four incredible songs in our next round. Uh, Mariah looks very scared. Um, (laughs) Thank you so much, Allie. Thank you so much, Robert, for doing this. I know we we all want to run and and go uh, watch Amy Schumer host the Oscars. Oh, God. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. (laughs) uh, Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for talking. And uh, we'll see everyone next week.